Hey, this is Scott Steiner, Big Papa Pump, the Big Bad Booty Daddy, and you listen to IcoPod, the best podcast going today. Holler if you hear me. And we're back with episode 171 of Icopod. I am Bob Collier Jr. With me, as always, is Austin. I just bought a $250 Heart Foundation vest, Skinner, and Dallas. Oops, I think I bought a couch, but I didn't realize how much it would be gridly. And how are you guys doing this time around? I, w- I, w- I wish I was sitting on the couch so I could say, I'm feeling really good sitting on the couch, but I'm not. I'm in the office. <laughs> <laughs> um. I uh we recently resubscribed to HelloFresh because it's pretty cheap and at least it's something different once in a while. So tonight we had a very delicious Mediterranean grilled cheese. Um however mm. I did not have anything to drink with my meal. Because we don't have anything to drink with our meal. <laughs> so the pesto sauce that's on the grilled cheese is currently sitting, coating my throat. And uh, it's rather uncomfortable. But uh, other than that, I'm doing great. We're in 96. I've downloaded the episodes on Peacock this time. So try and stop me, Peacock. Oh, wait, you're not going to be able to. Uh, Because last week, and I don't know, maybe I'm the only one in the world experiencing it, but mine played like absolute trash as if it was a Napster MP3 player. So I I went ahead, I downloaded the episodes we need this week, and I am looking forward to just pressing play without pausing for the duration of our 45-minute episode of Rob. Austin, are you not a tap water drinker? Uh, Uh, Well... Do you know where Austin lives? I was just going to say it, dude. I was going to... What's wrong with Orlando? Here's the thing, right? In New York, you can definitely get away with doing some tap water. No doubt about it. In Orlando... I refuse refuse to drink tap water. Are you shitting me? I I pretty much do. I'm not going to lie. Even in New York, I kind of refuse. Um, In Orlando... To give you an idea of how hard our water is, and this is no exaggeration, we have to do a scrubby brush around every toilet bowl every single day. Because there is a ring around where the water's edge is every single day. It's very mineral rich, let's say. And if you let it sit too long, if we like go away for vacation for like a week and nobody turns our water on, when we get back, the smell of the water is horrible. Hmm. So it's very hard water, to say the least, here in Florida. And absolutely not would I be putting that to my lips. 
so will I be killing the environment by contributing to the Walmart special 40, do- 40 water bottle $5 special? Yes, I will. Because I refuse to drink the goddamn tap water that they offer me. I just recently bought a Primo water cooler thing. So I've been uh, using those. Oh, like with like five gallon jugs? Yeah. Okay. Oh. It's a $2 like brief. Like if you refill it, it's like $2. That's a good idea. Yeah. Back at, back in the day, I used to have one of those. You well, did. My, my parents you had did. one. And I, I infamously talked my old neighbor into saying that the, the, red, the red button is the cold water. And then he stuck his finger in it and he scolded his finger. But that's a story for a different day. <laughs> Dallas was a real piece of shit sometimes. Yeah, clearly. We definitely that's a, also... That's a different... That's a story for a different day, and he literally just told the story. I think that's a story. <laughs> <laughs> we might have also... The same kid. My mom claims that we gave him dog ice cream. I don't believe that. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. That's so funny, because there was... A, when I was working overnights, there was a kid. He was a younger kid. He's probably like 17 or 18. He's like, Bob, I was working in the coolers. And they got these like cool like dog, like fig like a dog sized food like ice cream. I think I want to buy some. And I went over there and I looked because I didn't know what he's talking about. And I go over there and I'm like, it says like on the box for dogs only. Oh. Like it's it's dog food, but like ice cream. Well, now, like if, if did I go and tell him that? Did I go tell him, hey man, it's, no. <laughs> you, gotta, you have to let him learn. You know? Well, well, learn I mean mistakes. All I'm going to say is he didn't say the ice cream was bad. So what was really in it that was so bad that a human sure. couldn't have eaten the dog ice cream? You can right. eat you could eat friggin' dog biscuits. They don't taste fucking good at all, but you could do it. We've all tasted dog biscuits, have we not? I, I've never done that. Um, I've had wet cat food before. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, dog here, you son of a bitch. Not won't don't you give me no, the my sister, dog biscuit. My sister was like, Bob, she was like, Bobby, try some tuna fish. And I was oh. like, No, 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 oh, no, no. And she was like, No, really. Like one day she was like, Bob, Bobby, come on. You don't know unless you try it. Right. So I'm like, fuck it. Just leave me alone. So I try it. And she starts dying. And I'm like, what the fuck is so funny? And I'm like, because I'm like throwing up. I'm like, I'm about to throw up in the sink. And she goes, and she showed, like, she had her finger over the thing. She's like, it's like, it's Purina. (laughs) And I was like, you fucking asshole. I think the grossest animal food that I've tasted is fish flakes. Ooh, that's kind of, that's kind of bad. Like, with the shake in the tank for goldfish, like the little flake. Did you open and shake or what? Oh, no, 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 no. I did the little finger dip to the tongue trick. And that. Those, those smell bad. Well, yeah. Yeah. So gross. I was I was taking a walk the other day and I I look at Kaylee and I go, Why does it smell like fish food over here? <laughs> like it literally <laughs> smelled like the fish flakes just outside. Yeah. Telling you. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's the most extreme that I've ever gone with uh with pet food. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Speaking of pets, what Bob was referencing to uh in dogs. Yeah, I did. Buy a fucking British Bulldog Heart Foundation vest. The leather vest with the skull on the back that says Bulldog Heart Foundation. Yeah, I did do that. Well, all, all I'm saying is when you get it, we better get a pretty awesome picture of you wearing it for the page. No doubt about it. Well, I bought uh, 
like twenty five dollar money incorporated uh, basketball shorts. Oh yeah, I remember you showing us that. Yeah, which was weird because I bought it on like a Wednesday or something, and I got it the next day. Oh, and I, but I didn't pay for like expedient shipping. They were like waiting for you to buy them. They were just like, we know Bob's about to do this. Yeah, for sure. Because I come home from work and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I open, I'm like, how the hell? I just bought it last night at seven <laughs> o'clock at night. How is they, it here already? Was it, it came from, line? Yeah, and yeah. It, it came. I looked at. It, I was like, maybe they're in. Are they in Syracuse? And I don't know. And but they were like in New Jersey or something. Well, I guess. So I thought it was pretty weird. I've always uh, attempted to do some chalk line. They got some cool Shawn Michaels pants. That I'm dude. Yeah, I, yeah. I was show I was showing Kaylee. I said, I need you to buy me these Shawn Michaels DX pants, please. No. And she's like, those look fucking ridiculous. And I was like, Exactly. They're Shawn Michaels pants. Yeah. Yeah. I wanna go to a I wanna go to like a recreational basketball court with my money incorporated shorts and be like, You guys were a ball? <laughs> Let's put your money where your mouth is, buddy. <laughs> do the do the, dri- do the dribble thing. Oh yeah, you want a hundred bucks? Dribble this ball <laughs> ten times. <laughs> exactly, that's the thing. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, well, before we get into the show, I just want to plug a, a podcast appearance that I have. I recently joined Jake from the North South Connection podcast feed for the ruthlessly aggress- aggressive uh, podcast or ruthless aggression uh, podcast, and we covered uh, the Raw and SmackDown after. SummerSlam 2002, so this is, we're recording here on April 26th, so it would have been released on April 27th, Mm. Uh, at least that's what he told me, I don't know, Uh, but yeah, I will not listen to it, so I don't know how it's going to go, because I don't like listening to my own voice, for the most part, but uh, if you guys like the 2002 era of WWE, which we will get to here uh, in about, what, six years, Oh God! Let's go with more like eight. I'll be forty. Tired already. I'll be forty by the time we get to. uh, (laughs) (laughs) But if you don't want to wait till then, just go over to the ruthlessly aggression or ruthless. I don't know what he named it. I think it's ruthless aggression podcast. It seems like it's ruthlessly aggressive. Yeah, that might be what. Like what you're trying to to get out there. I have a speech impediment, so I can't talk right. Listen, not everybody could have the smoothest name on the planet, okay? Who, who? Icopod, baby. Icopod. Oh, yeah, he did, he did like the name. Let me, uh, I'm going to go through, I'm gonna, I should probably know the name of the pod. Yeah, the Ruthlessly Aggressive Podcast. Right. So I was right. Like the first. No, you fucking weren't. The you first, said it wrong four times. The first three times, and I said Ruthless Aggression, but it's Ruthlessly Aggressive. Yeah, yeah, you're... So fucking tongue's been ruthlessly aggressive with your teeth when you're trying to talk. Okay. Well, you guys are really being kind to us. Uh, all right. So last week on raw was the, uh, raw bowl. And then we also had the, uh, I re- wanted to smoke a raw bowl after that. We had, <laughs> we had the a repeat viewing of Helmsley and Godwin from in your house. And then also like a eight second match between diesel and, King Mabel. This oh, week we're continuing. I was just gonna on. say, yeah, don't forget we're getting a full recap again this fucking week <laughs> of uh, oh, Brett and Bruce no. Bulldog. Oh. Well, see, I don't think they showed the entire Henry Godwin Helmsley match. Most of it, 
Right, yeah. they cut out about 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, well, what the fuck? We just watched that match, what? It was two episodes ago or something? Two or three yeah. ago? I, feel, I don't even know. But what the fuck? Can I got to watch it again? Well, and the weirdest part to me is this whole notion of, oh, well, we don't want to give too much away because we want people to buy the recap. And now they've completely done a 180, and not only are they showing more than a screen grab, they're giving us pretty much the entire matchup, which is just very bizarre to me. And it seems, again, a little desperate to maybe recoup some viewers who might not have bought the pay-per-view that says, oh, hey, they're showing some of the pay-per-view on free TV. Let me change my channel from this wrestling show to this one. All in the same token, the ones that were watching your program are probably jumping ship to the other show. So really... Are you really gaining or losing much? No, you're probably staying pretty even, which in a very competitive wrestling market, even is just as bad as negative, I think. So the, and I guess I'll just transition to Observer Notes now. I didn't actually write this down, but I did read it, so it kind of makes sense. So their reasoning with it is that the uh, In Your House pay-per-view got about 90,000 buys. So they're like, Ooh. well, no one really watched it anyway. So we might as well put out the better matches on our television show where it reaches more people. That's got to be the one of the lowest buy rates we've heard. Yeah. 100. I think it's like the first time they've been under a hundred ever. Yeah. That's really bad. Yeah. Um, and they have been like on superstars and stuff being like, you might've gotten some in your house stuff for free, but Royal rumble will not be shown on, broadcast no they're making it clear so they're making it clear like you gotta pay for royal rumble they're making it clear they're like no you know what you guys you got lucky this time but we're gonna really screw you're not even gonna get fucking pictures from the royal rumble bitch we're gonna barely mention it after it happens so you're like totally in the dark if you didn't buy it yeah you're gonna buy the wf magazine hoping for pick no this is nothing Nothing. And we're going to write on those pages. This is where you would ha- would have seen Royal Rumble pictures. But <laughs> fuck you. It's going to be like the yearbook photos when you don't show up and it's just the weird yeah. Greg head. Not available. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. NA. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Uh, speaking of funny, <laughs> so WCW has a pay-per-view in July called Bash at the Beach. Okay. Okay. It's been oh. tentative, tentatively uh, moved from Huntington Beach to Lake Tahoe and will instead be called Quake at the Lake. Oh my God. <laughs> that's fucking terrible, dude. Earthquake better be the main event. That's what I was thinking. I was like, if this is not for a push for John Denda, I don't know what we're doing. Quake at the Lake. Oh my God. Could you imagine that? <laughs> it's got a no. nice ring to it. No. Spoiler alert, they don't change the name. Of Bash at the Beach. And I don't... uh, Yeah, Meltzer uh, swung and miss on that one. Uh, Here's a major rumor that I had never heard before. So there were uh, rumors that Eddie Guerrero would upset Ric Flair to win the WCW World Championship, similar to how Ric Flair made Steamboat in the 70s. You know, it's funny that you say that. Because I can... Like, thinking back... I can specifically remember Guerrero and Flair wrestling pretty frequently around this time. And even a little later. 
Yeah, so I think around the time they've already had a match on Nitro, I think. Yeah, they did. And yeah, and I believe pay per view wise they rustle I I think they rustle on pay per view. Maybe at Hog Wild. Yeah. Um, something. So, I think so. Let me look it up real quick. I'm pretty um, sure that there is an encounter though. Personally, Eddie Guerrero arguably one you know one of my favorite wrestlers. You know, interchangeable in the top three, probably. Um, at this time, though, for how he's being presented on WCW TV, I don't know if I could have personally bought him as world champion of WCW, especially with the stars that they're boasting and some of the guys they're really featuring. Eddie on a national level isn't at that level yet. No. So I don't know if I would have personally bought into it. Although as a fan of Eddie Guerrero, absolutely. I'm all for it. But presentation wise, I don't think it's there quite yet. Yeah. So uh, they did in fact, wrestle at hog wild in August. Of I th- that's yeah, that sounded right. I thought so. Uh, you guys will remember uh, Santa Claus, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's been fired. Oh, oh man. Oh, come on. So that was a very short-lived uh, character. Well, well, to be fair, they didn't really need him past December. No. Well, that's the thing. It's like, why not just do a handshake deal for a couple shots? Like, come on. Right. Well, and the funny thing is he... That must have been more of a Superstars thing, because he made the one appearance at the, at the In Your House show, I think, wasn't it? And then... He was on Raw, too, I think. Did he show up on Raw? I don't remember him showing up on Raw. I think he did. Well, maybe that's another desperation thing. Like, we gotta lock this guy down in a car. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, no, motherfucker. No, so I think the rumor, or actually not rumor, but I think his Balls Mahoney played the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's long been said that he, like, complained to Vince about not getting paid enough or something, and Vince was like, well, then we don't need you. Yikes. So well, you well, you're a fucking Santa Claus character. How much do you <laughs> want to get paid? Right. Now, he would, like, return, though, wouldn't he? In, like, 2006 or something like that, when ECW brand? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. He eventually does come back. So. Good old Boo Bradley. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, let's go to the house show notes. We're in Long Island, New York, uh, at the Coliseum, January 5th, 5100. Fans were in attendance, and it featured the following matches. Fatu pinning Bob Acklin, Skip and Zip defeating Barry Horowitz and Marty Jannetty. Goldust uh, was able to pin Sparky Plug Bob Holly. Henry Godwin defeated Rad Rafford. The WWF Tag Team Champions Smoking Guns defeated Jerry Lawler and Isaac Ankum DDS. Savio Vega defeated Hunter Hearst Helmsley by disqualification. Diesel and WWF Intercontinental Champion Razor Ramon defeated Psycho Sid and Jeff Jarrett. Jarrett was a substitute for the 1-2-3 kid. Ahmed Johnson defeated Davey Boy Smith by disqualification. And in the main event, the WWF World Champion Bret Hart teamed with The Undertaker to defeat Owen Hart and Yokozuna. Uh, I don't think I'll be watching or attending that show. I just wish there was a casket match. I knew you were going to say that. It didn't seem particularly strong to me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, nothing really jumped out, jumped out at me. No, well, but it, usually there's like that hook, line, and sinker where it's like, all right, I'll go. You know? Yeah. 
At the same time, though, we've heard a lot worse. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, maybe if I was, like, really bored, I'd go to the show. Like, I was nothing to do. Or it's like that, or if you don't go, like, you can't watch wrestling ever again, so you gotta go. Or, like, maybe I won tickets on a radio show. Right, it was, like, free ticket. Yeah, but then yeah. you gotta, like, find parking downtown. Just fucking sucks. I just Uber it. Yeah. Hitchhike. Right. Hey, man, can you just drop me off at the Coliseum? Thanks. Just give Mick Foley a place to stay, and he'll bring you to the arena. <laughs> oh my god you know all the stories i've heard about you know mick foley trying to save money i'm surprised he didn't like have fans in various towns like hey man can i just crash on your couch owen hart did that would have been good him and mick were in a competition to see who could be cheapest on the road right and i think mick foley tells a story that owen once went like a month on 13 dollars that's pretty impressive. Thirteen dollars. That's insane. Yeah. How do you? I don't even know how you do that. Or something ridiculous. He must not have paid his mortgage. Yeah, he just he just stayed in a box for thirty. Sorry, sorry, babe. The IRS is gonna be calling you soon because like, I didn't. I didn't don't that. answer. No. I so I and I just want, so I just got a notification here on my PlayStation Four about uh, I want to thank PlayStation for sponsoring the podcast um but my buddy rich has had seventeen thousand fucking names and he just messaged me another friend request saying Mm -hmm. hey it's rich and i'm about to message this motherfucker and be like how many times do you got to make a new account for your playstation well it's funny when you evade the irs sometimes you got to come up with new names i mean that's a fair point it's fucking annoying that's annoying, but you know what else is annoying? Having to watch another recap show of a pay-per-view that we just watched, so we might as well get into it. It's the January 8th, 1996 edition of Raw. Uh, if you want to watch it along, I suggest you get the Peacock Network. I also suggest that you watch it on your television and not on a laptop, because as it turns out, it's very difficult to really even watch it on uh, a computer. So that I had would have no been really awkward that uh, I had January 15th loaded up. So let me go ahead and... Yeah, we're on January 8th. Yeah. Oh, well, well, as Austin does that, I was going to suggest that people don't watch with us because it's probably not going to be a good show. That's true. I don't, I don't know if a lot of people actually watch along with us. I think they used to back when we gave a shit about the show and like did notes on it, but probably not anymore. Since we don't even talk about the matches. Well, what's really going on in the ring to begin with? A lot is happening. It's the peak of action. <laughs> headlock. Headlock. Oh, they switched into another headlock. I don't, I honestly don't miss the days where I'd be like IRS with an abdominal stretch. Commercial break. Back from break. Chop. Chop. Kick. Suplex. Okay, suplex. well, I don't miss that either. Neckbreaker. But I do miss being able to note the I should, finishes more and what Bobby Heenan was saying. In, I know, should I have been. I should have been more. Um, more into it. I should have been like Goldust with a backbreaker. <laughs> Ouch! That's what you know. I'll do that on this episode. <laughs> That's what I want to start doing. I'm going to start doing commentary just as Goldust. So every time somebody goes down to the mat, like oh. My back hurts. 
Oh, oh my god. Is that a dog food ice cream you're enjoying? <laughs> I would love a bite. You know how many licks it takes to get to the center of my lollipop? Oh, God. One. Booker, sorry for this elaborate disguise. <laughs> the best one. Dude, so fucking so good. good. So good. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to count down from five, and when I say play, hit that ever-fabulous play button, and we'll enjoy the next uh, 46 minutes and 24 seconds. I'm assuming nothing's been edited out, because if something had been edited out, this entire episode probably would have been scrubbed up from the Peacock, so from Peacock Network. So I'm going to count down from five and uh, enjoy the show. Five, four, three, two, one, play. Um, and I just want to say off the top here, I did notice, because we talked about it, I don't know if it was last week, but maybe the week before, how technically the, ep- the 1996 episodes of Raw as we open up here with a press conference from Sean now Michaels. I, I jinxed myself. It didn't play. <laughs> well, I am on a computer and it's playing, so. Oh, okay. You know what, dude? But no, I wanted to make mention it, it. It listed it as season four. Well, they have since uploaded the other years of Raw. I just saw that as well today. So I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. Uh, what are you guys at? Timer. Let's see. I am at 39, 40 seconds, 41. Me too, right on 42, the dot. 43. Oh, look at Steen Gene. Yeah, we're getting a fake Mean Gene Okerlund, which is just... Guys, what, what are you at now? Um, we're watching the new intro at 52, 53, Holy 54, shit. 55, 56, 57, 58, 59, a minute. Look at this intro. It's, I, a, it's a little weird. It's 90s. Actually. That was really 90s. Yeah, but I liked the rooftop one. Why'd they get rid of that? No, the, rooftop, the rooftop one was cool. I like this one that we just had. Well, it's more graphics based. Yeah, but I like it. That's all that matters if I like it. We're opening okay. it up with uh, King and Vince here, who are shooting the shit as usual. Yeah. Vince, Vince and his. Uh... They're saying Hakushi is in the ring. I I don't know where you guys are. I'm at 133 right now. Um, I'm at 137, 138, 39, so 40. And I ain't pausing it either, you son of a bitch. No, we can't with our listeners. 45, 46, 47, 48, 49. Here comes Double J, Jeff Jarrett. J-E-double-F. He's got his guitar with him. E-double-T. No lights on the jacket. He's cut cut the budget for the lights on the jacket. Well, he wasn't unemployed for a a bit here. Right. I hate the fucking Peacock Network. I'll tell you that right now. Yep. Yep, me too. Yep, same. Uh, download it on your phone, Bob. It's working great. Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> uh, I like that that kid, that kid in the audience had a shirt, ain't I great? And on the back it says not. So it's it's obviously a Jeff Jarrett shirt, but it's literally like making. It's fun an of him. anti-shirt. <laughs> yeah, but is it sold as a Jarrett shirt, or did it's, he make that? I no, I no. licensed. That was real, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, we're for... getting flashbacks here of Ahmed getting hit in the head with some piece of shit thing on the outside of the ring. His record label ago. thing. His record. Well, yeah, this was three weeks ago, so nobody gives a fuck about it. Wow. Ahmed barely selling it here for uh, for Jarrett, which is just great. I think um, uh, Ahmed Johnson's really just selling the wedgie that he has. 
I think Ahmed went through every match as if it was a shoot. Like, if it didn't really hurt him, he didn't sell it like it did. Well, they probably didn't, like, uh, smarten him up. No. No. Ahmed's just being Ahmed. <clears throat> well, that's why Farouk had to, like, legitimately destroy his kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, fuck you, man. You had the cells. I'll just rupture your kidney. No big deal. Damn. All right, what uh, what are we gonna see here? Who's gonna get the victory? Are they gonna let Jarrett go over Hakushi here? Well, to think that Hakushi got the little jobber entrance, yeah, one hundred percent. Jeff Jarrett's gonna whoop his ass right now. No, Hakushi didn't get the jobber entrance. He got the jobber entrance where you have to stand in the ring for two and a half minutes waiting. That's far worse. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Hakushi, I'm going to tell you both right now, isn't going to be around for 96 much longer. Because Hakushi has a very good 96 in Japan. So I think he's I, here until April. Well, that's not much longer, Bob. It's like four yeah. months. It's like three months, yeah. Um, and then once he gets through 96, 97, and 98, he ends up back on American TV, notably for ECW. So... Be prepared for that. That's unfortunate. Michinoku Pro did a lot of work with American promotions, more so than some of the others, for sure. He only has the one match, doesn't he, in ECW? Yeah, but they use Michinoku Pro guys a lot in ECW throughout the years. Who else was Michinoku Pro? Uh, didn't they use some Kai and Tai guys at some point? And like, well, I know yeah, just... like Togo and stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know Sasuke was there a couple of yeah. times for him. Um, there's been a couple of guys that have gone throughout the years. Middle rope shoulder block by Hakushi. I want to say Naniwa even went at, uh, I don't know for a six man or two. Yeah, they, uh, they, fat boy, quite a bit. Must be Joe holding that sign. Oh, wow. That's what, uh, Batista called him. He said, yeah, he did. Or no, no, it, Joe Fat Boy. No, oh, like, Johnny Nitro. Johnny Nitro. Johnny Nitro. Joe like gave him the finger and he said, "She said, sit down, Fat Boy." Yeah. Oh wow. Which I can hear uh, Johnny Nitro saying that, so that's why <laughs> yeah. it's so funny oh, for sure. I can picture his like his lips and mouth <laughs> saying it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like his little raspy voice. Shut for up, sure. Fat Boy. Yeah, absolutely. Jared's been put into the boots to uh, Hakushi here for pretty much the majority of the match. Which no, is... Hakushi had a shoulder block, and now well, short well, on. Well, compared to what we're used to seeing for a Jeff Jarrett match, this is quite different because usually he's basically jobbing out until the very end. So ain't that true. great? It's pretty interesting. Here comes Dallas's favorite move. Yeah, the fucking commercial break, and now we're back <laughs> with Austin's <laughs> favorite move. Yeah, oh God, the IRS special. I miss IRS. I fucking don't. Tim White in here. Soon he's going to fucking murder himself. He's done. Dude, so I was watching Armageddon 2005 the other day. Because, you know, that's what I do. I just it's put on normal. random. I just put yeah, random fucking WWE papers on. Right. So I'm watching it, right? And it's like, oh, all right. After this match, let's go to Josh Matthews in the bar with Tim White. And Tim White's like, I'm like, I'm going to kill myself because I was at Hell in the Cell. That was a messed up looking neckbreaker by uh, Jarrett. Terrible. Uh, 
right? So he goes off camera, and there's a gunshot. And Josh Matthews, instead of, like, calling 911 or something, is just looking in disgust, like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, no, damn, damn, why, damn, wrong time, oh, God, gross. And then they cut to the arena, and then Michael Cole's like, all right, well, Tim White, uh looks like he is not doing so well. But up next, we've got the Cruiserweight Championship. It's who do Guerrera against Kid Cash. All right, down to you, Tony Chambo. Like, I what don't the know what kind of transition is that. Some guy just killed himself. I got to watch a who do Guerrera match. Yeah, I don't know who greenlit that fucking idea, but it's like not know, good. Man. That was just weird. And like, like, like the crowd clearly watched it on the big screen. They're just like, what? What? Okay, Kid Cash, woohoo, great. Well, because wasn't it like a web series for a while? Yes. Like they, and, and like they like teased like the, the whole time, and then eventually he fucking shoot, he shoots himself. I think. Well, I think Armageddon was like the start of it. Was it? I think so. Yeah, because like he was like oh, wow. The whole story, if no one is aware, at Judgment Day two thousand two, Tim White was the referee for Triple H, Chris Jericho. Hell in a cell, and he like messed up his shoulder legit. And he, <sighs> in the storyline, was like triggered by Hell in a Cell, so he would kill him, like kill him. Oh look, no, you, Bob, you're right. I just had to look this up. It was that was the first time they did it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, meanwhile, Jeff Jarrett is pretty much dressed like a referee. So he stays down for a near fall there. Kokushi hitting another one of his spinning shoulder blocks. This has been uh, very oh. captivating. Look, <laughs> it hasn't been a bad match, actually. No, for for what it is, it, it hasn't been too bad. I would for say. a Hakushi match, it's actually been pretty decent. Hakushi oh. tends to suck. Jared gets the knees up for a springboard dive that uh, Hakushi just ate. What is uh, what's he singling for? Oh, the figure four leg lock. You know, because all tap, the top guys. He's going to make him tap. He's not going to tap to that. Yeah. Okay, well. No one ever went. Are you fucking kidding me? Ric Flair doesn't even win with the figure four. <laughs> wow. Someone might come out any second. They just said, wait, Jared's got the guitar. I hate the figure four because it's like the go-to heel finisher move. Well, wasn't like. Didn't Buddy Landell use that? Yeah, he did. Fucking Flair did. Fucking. That, that, that's Miz all you got. used it at one point. Well, he couldn't even put it on right. It wasn't Ric Flair, his manager, too, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, oh, look, Jim Ross is in the room that has Doc Hendricks' photo on the wall. Skiing Jim. Oh, my God. We're going to get a whole segment for this shit? Oh, my God. We're getting Royal Rumble promoted here. Fresno Cali. Exclusively on pay-per-view, which means you're not going to see it on Raw. The winner is guaranteed a WWE Championship match. And if you see here, as I talk about Doug Gilbert being in the match, Jake the Snake. Oh, my God. Jerry Lawler. Jake the Snake's coming back. Jerry Lawler. Fatu. There you go, Vader. Vader. Doug Gilbert, that seems like a very random selection there. Well, now their idea there was like to bring in guys from different companies to make it more yeah. unpredictable. But to yeah, pick Doug Gilbert of the USWA out of all your options? Yeah, but think, they got Vader thinking it's like, oh, the WCW is even going to be there. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, that's uh, yeah, that's, that's a good, good point. point. So they don't care about the USW. Do you think? Do you think, do you think do you think uh, Vince McMahon's going to be on the aisle and he's going to be like, we know who you are, but we don't know why you're here. And maybe he's <laughs> going to be like, I don't work for the for that other company. Better time. Right? Like a knockoff of the NWO or what? Speaking of knockoffs here, dude. Yeah. Uh, they just said that they also said Kama and Skip are going to be in it. I thought Kama was gone. Yeah, I thought he got fired. Okay. Well, he that just tells really you fast. Kama probably won't be in the Royal Rumble match. Here comes Bob's wet dream, buddy. His no. chocolate kiss. Ahmed is the snicker bar that I would let melt in my mouth. Well, he doesn't feel quite the same about you. No, he hates me. Yeah. Uh, who the hell is this jackass with the fucking pajama pants on? It's think- Screech. <laughs> Rico. No way. No, it's oh, not Rico. God. And, okay, well, Ahmed Johnson just tossed that guy on his head. Who the hell is that? Why did they let him wear those pants? I don't know who that is. Well, Ahmed isn't really trying to find out unless it's his name on a tombstone, it looks like. Look at this fucking... Well, he actually took it pretty well. There's the scissors kick here by Ahmed because, of well, course, if you're an African-American, you got to do a scissors kick. Dallas would call that the axe kick. Which well, is no, it correct. depends. Well, oh. when, Ron, when Ron Killings is doing it, he does an axe kick. No. Bicycle kick there, too, by Ahmed. Again, if you're an African-American, you do a scissors kick for some reason. That's right. Ahmed still has a neck at this point, in case you're wondering. I want to do a... Yeah. I want to do the countdown until for when his neck is uh, done. <laughs> when it when it starts getting smaller, it's yeah. not around for much longer. It's just like the Yokozuna weight gain. We're gonna have the Ahmed Johnson neck, neck. evaporation. Yeah, neck shortening. Yeah. Uh, here we go. He's setting him up here, boys. This was my cousin. My cousin Jim's like favorite finishing move: the Pearl River Plunge. <laughs> Anytime, like I'll post something about wrestling, he'll they do Pearl River Plunge, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's it right. is a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. I'm at getting a pretty impressive victory there, especially being with some shitty other guy. He uh he pulled everything off pretty good. I would say so. Look at me go. Spinebuster. Look at Chef Jarrett. Oh shit. Oh, he missed him. Missed him with the guitar there. I'm at chases him off again. Everybody's scared of Ahmed, dude. I'm I'm afraid of him. Well, he should be because he's. I'm pretty sure he wants you dead in 2021. So, well, if, if you go to hit someone with something and then you don't, I'd be scared too. Like shit, now he's gonna actually hurt me because he knew I was trying to hurt him. What and the then Ahmed just literally smashes the guitar over the ring post. Bob would probably have the same feeling that I did when I yelled uh, not so nice things to New Jack. At a pro wrestling syndicate show. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, it did. That was rough. I'll never forget the hush that went around the crowd and his searching eyes looking for who just said that. Well, the difference is is that New Jack would legitimately kill you. Wait a second. Undertaker versus Kane next week. 
No, it's Undertaker against Isaac Ingham DDS. What is this? Marty Jannetty and Owen Hart. Next week? All right. Yeah, that's not bad. All right. Uh, Something I'm not cool with is this next segment that's coming up here. Money fucking incorporated one-man show these days. Ted DiBiase. With Brother Love being interviewed. Great. Fucking great. Fantastic. Oh, Dallas has got a golf one in the background. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> got bullshit. Got my pink drink. It's you my know, strawberry elixir tea with extra berries in it. It's actually called a pink drink. It's a strawberry coconut milk drink. Oh, God. Wow. Uh, well, Dallas, you can take that drink and shove it up your ass because... Dallas, what what type? Oh, what is this? Yeah, hold on. Look who's coming out right here. I was just going to say, that's what I'm trying to get out. There is a gentleman walking down to the ringside area right now. The most physical specimen. Okay, so yeah, overhyping in here because uh, this fella is not (laughs) a physical specimen. I don't know. He's in good shape. Yeah, but it's... We just saw Ahmed Ahmed Johnson. Well, that's that's an unnatural <laughs> physical specimen. Yeah, he's crowning him the million dollar champion. This seems really random. Well, you'll remember DiBiase said he was looking for his million dollar champion. I don't I remember don't, that at all. Yeah, I don't recall that at all. Well, so I guess that was that must have been that must have been a, that was a superstars exclusive then because I've been watching <laughs> superstars a lot lately. Oh, I gotta turn this up. He's yeah. got five. I change you, give you a chance to be somebody. Everyone watching in TV land, look, he's basically telling people to put, touch your screen, put your hand up to his. I'm touching. So he's basically doing the Dusty Rhodes promo, but backward. You know what's funny is I actually have similar hands, and he's got calluses and everything. Oh. I'm here to prove everything I say. Have we said it, it's it's Steve Austin? No, we didn't say. I was going to say for those who aren't watching, who does he maybe possibly resemble? He resembles Skip a little bit. <laughs> God. Um. He does have hair. This is weird. It's very interesting that they decided to throw the belt on him immediately. Well, it's not a recognized title. I know, but I would have just had him talk about the Royal Rumble. Him being in the Rumble with the Million Dollar Championship, it almost takes it away a little bit. Well, everybody's got a price. (laughs) Um, But, like, realistically, do you trust anyone that goes with Ted DiBiase right now? No, he's got a very bad track record, but not quite as bad, I guess, as Harvey Whippleman, but pretty close. Yeah, so this is the uh, debut of the ringmaster by the ringmaster, wow. Steve Austin. Right here, January 8th. We're fucking eight days into the year, and we're kicking shit off with Steve Austin. Yeah. Earl Hebner, you piece of shit, screw job, dirty ref. Uh, if is- anybody after the show did want a very nice t-shirt, we are selling them half price. Meet <coughs> me outside. Oh, here we go. Speaking of half price motherfuckers, we got fake... WCW guys again. 
They're really hyping up this Shawn Michaels' press conference thing. Yeah, he's announcing. Oh, we're jumping right back into it here. Gold dust in the ring. Okay, has anything changed? So I far, know, it's I'm not looking like it. It doesn't look like it, to be honest. It looks like he's still not wearing much underneath. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was looking immediately. As soon as he popped up on screen, I was like, all right, what's different? Hmm. Yeah, pretty much the same. He's just got to get a better gear. Well, that's what it is. It's like the gear you can tell is like not professional quality. No. He's got to get that like leathery. Oh, look like, at his look at his opponent. Oh God, Jaldo Montoya. Good old PJ. Right. Gold dust here is so weird looking. I really yeah. don't like the look. It uh, seems gonna... very much Party City. I just don't like that. Yeah. You got the no. wig from the Halloween store. Yeah. Fucking Spirit Halloween all the way. Yeah, so was Aldo. Yeah, I don't even get me. How's that? Aldo, Aldo's the type of guy who like left his house and he's like, I'm feeling kind of crafty. So let me go to the craft store. Let me go to Joanne Fabric and make a mask. And that's what he came up with. Let me make a mask that nobody has ever worn before because it doesn't look good. Right. Back suplex by Goldust. And what tells me he's the Portuguese man of war? Anything? <laughs> um, I, uh, is it the hair that know. comes off the top? Uh, the pineapple willy haircut? I don't know. I think that's what it is. It's either that or that fact that he's wearing yellow. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is, I don't, was I don't it. It's like Power Ranger pants. I like Power Rangers. Oh my goodness, what a maneuver as he dropped his crotch on the back of his head. Yeah, though that's the ball breaker. Well, have you ever had a ball sack on the back of your head full force? That's pretty devastating. Uh, no, I have not actually, but well, I I've did. delivered I've delivered a ball sack to the neck full force. My my gym teacher who was 42 years old once did that. I was bent over tying my shoe and he dropped his ball sack on my head and as it turns out after I watched 13 reasons why, that's considered sexual assault. Wait, hold on. <laughs> it builds character, Bob. So so Bob just uh, told us that he was sexually assaulted today on Icopod. It, <laughs> and it please, just goes please, to show please. because that's why Bob showed his nuts to us. It's like the trauma grew up creates with. trauma. Yeah. Yeah. So I was impressionable. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I'm talking to Bob. He's sitting in his recliner and all of a sudden he popped one out. Just for no reason. It was like rude. Oh my God, I I sexually assaulted you guys. It was unprovoked you, ball You did. Punch. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Goldust just hit a, uh, rev- like, a lifting reverse DDT for the uh, win. And see, I think that's the first finish for him that I've actually liked. I think that is his finishing move, isn't it? I, I don't think we've seen it. Thus I, don't, I don't know how I feel about his penis literally laying on the top. Oh, row. yeah. No, absolutely and you can not. just. Focus on that. So that's yeah. Kind of uh, we're back with Jim Ross here in the backstage. I still want one of those airbrush jean jackets. So fuck you both for not wanting. Oh wait. Shawn Michaels here talking earlier today. I've decided asked if I uh, never went wait. to Syracuse, New York again. <laughs> the doctors say he should never wrestle again. 
I've decided There's... to never purchase anything wrestling related ever again. Yeah, okay. Good call. Yeah. Was that Bullet Bowen car? He's throwing as many names. It'll be competing in the Royal Rumble and Fresno. That guy had a tape recorder in his hand, but he didn't have it. The button pressed down, so he's gonna go home and be like, "How come I didn't get anything?" I love that they set up a fake press conference for this bullshit. These are my favorite when they do the fake ones. There's like guys sitting in the front row in suits just watching. Like, who are they? My my favorite fake press conference. I'm gonna count down from three, and everybody that's listening is gonna say it with me. Here we go. Ready? Three, two, one. TNA. WrestleMania eight. With Sid. Mm. He's like, what? <laughs> now, what you did, Jack Tunney, was bogus. It was the most bogus thing you've ever tried to pull. It's pretty good stuff. Look, call me on the hotline. This is so stupid. I, I just, it's blowing my mind that they have schemed Gene on TV. Jerry says it's the biggest mistake of Sean's life. Which might be true. Vince just has his format sheet right on the table. Oh, yeah. oh, look. We're getting other reactions now. Diesel's like, business is business, you know? Yeah, Sean's in the too. rumble. Don't know him. Is he wearing a black glove? I ain't touching his hair. Hey, Chico, you see this hair, man? It don't pay for itself. There's no friends in the Royal Rumble, Chico. Yo, Sean, help a brother out, Chico. You like showing your ass. Show your ass to Goldie. That way, he stopped coming after me, Chico. Because I ain't swing that way. Hey, yo. <laughs> Sean, you left me high and dry, Chico. Now I got a feud with Goldust, who likes boys. And I don't <laughs> like that, Chico. Okay, talk to you later. <laughs> I like that they, uh, I feel like they essentially were like, Sean's like, yeah, the doctors, um, so. What fucking I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it anyway. So yeah, like we're what? dropping. We've dropped the Shawn Michaels career might be over, essentially, just by being like, I shouldn't wrestle, but I'm going to be in the Royal Rumble. And what kind of negligence is that on the WWF's part? If Sean was like, no, nah, I'm wrestling. And they're like, well, all right, he's wrestling. Uh, fuck the doctors. <laughs> he's going to be in the Royal Rumble match. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have officially started our encore presentation of Bulldog and Bret Hart. So what do you guys want to talk about for the next 20 minutes? I like that Owen got like a featured position as a guy who says, hey, Sean, if you come back, I'm going to hurt you even worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Dallas, how is that drink treating you? It's pretty good, man. Uh, it's very delicious. It's a coconut milk strawberry uh, drink from Starbucks. Yeah, and then what brand of tampons do you uh, use? <laughs> Tampax Pearl, or <laughs> listen, if you ever if you ever drink it, then you would understand how delicious it is. Okay. I don't know. I don't go in for all the drinks. I'm a pretty simple diet Pepsi sort of dude. Well, diet Pepsi tastes like shit, so. Uh, fuck off. I prefer Pepsi. Pepsi tastes like shit. Period. I grew up oh, on yeah. diet. I grew up on diet coke. All right. Oh, diet coke's the worst one. That's what I'm saying. So my mom always got diet coke. There was nothing else. Like, it was never anything else. It's terrible. So I had, you know, obviously years ago, I tried diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi is not the greatest, but it's better than diet coke. It's ten times better. 
than Diet Coke. Although I'll say this, Coke Zero is much better than Pepsi Max, I think. Look, that's what Bob drinks on this show. So I'm just going to throw that out there. They are doing something right. And a regular Coke, I'm taking a regular Pepsi all day long. Regular Coke for me is, is the number one when it comes to dark drinks. So Pepsi can bite the big one. All right. My How about this? We should guess what some of our listeners drink. What do you guys think that Johnny B. Smith uh, drinks? I think when he's in his garden, I think he's pissed off and he's drinking like a Budweiser or something. No. Oh, I thought we were sticking sodas. He's so. like, oh, fuck. It's so fucking hot here. Like, why the hell am I doing this? Listen to these assholes in my ear for two and a half hours. Ah, oh, God. If he's drinking a brewski. I'm guessing Johnny B. Smith is a Heineken guy. Really? Okay. Uh, if we're talking soda, for some reason, my mind immediately runs to like a Dr. Pepper. Oh, see, I almost was thinking Dr. Pepper, but Mountain Dew was what came to my mind first. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, what about Ian Matthews? Oh, that's a tough. That's a tough read. He he likes clear sodas, so like probably probably a sprite. Yeah, he's he likes the clear, the lemon lime. See, I'm leaning towards the Mountain Dew for him for Ian Matthews. I could see that happening too. All right, what about uh, Mike Campbell? Mike Campbell likes a hearty so he likes a mug root beer. That's what Ooh, Mike Campbell. Yeah, R- root beer. See, I was thinking Mike Campbell yeah. was a Mountain Dew guy. Look, let's be very... real. Mike Campbell's the type of guy that would drink a Mountain Dew. Uh, you know, he'd drink the whole bottle and then he'd start spitting chewing tobacco into it. <laughs> no, don't say that about that. Well, there's. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like you could probably say to point to a wrestling fan or most general guys and be like, you like Mountain Dew. And they're going to probably say yes. I'm going to tell you right now, I had a life-changing Mountain Dew experience less than a month ago. Life-changing, huh? Life-fucking-changing. Okay. First of all, have you tried the Mountain Dew Major Melon yet? No, I have not. It's very melted candy tasting. So I was kind of disappointed with it. I heard it's really good. (sighs) Maybe it's because I bought two 12-packs to try it. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, other than code red, which I'm not allowed to drink because it has calories, but that fucking, the blue one, the Walmart exclusive with the shark on it, Mm -hmm. that one's really fucking good. Hmm. I forget what it's called. Glacier freeze maybe or something. No, I think that's a Gatorade flavor. Yeah, it's a Gatorade one. Yeah, I don't know, but it's the it's the Walmart only Mountain Dew, and you can get it in zero calorie, and it's really fucking good. I'll have to give it a shot. I don't I don't really like soda. I drink seltzer water now. That's just terrible. I've never been a uh, Mountain Dew guy. Oh, Sam, I gotta be the mood for it. No, yeah, I I agree. One of um, my one of my favorite things with soda to do, and this is what my dad used to do. He would come home and he'd have like a big. Not like a two liter, but like one of those, like I guess like the liter bottle maybe of uh, Pepsi. Mm-hmm. 
and he'd be like, Bob, I need you to remind me that I have a Pepsi in the freezer in about 45 minutes. And I'd be like, oh, I see what's going on. I'd be like, okay. And so, like, you know, 45 minutes, an hour go by or whatever. Like, hey, Dad, you got that Pepsi in the freezer? Oh, yeah, thanks. And he'd get it. And it'd just be, like, the perfect amount of, like, ice-cold slush in there. Yeah, right. And he'd be like, Bob, this is a good drink. Now, he would chug that and then proceed to have, like, three huge beer bo- beer bottles. Uh, <laughs> right after but... But he would start off with a Pepsi and then finish off with like three tall boys. Oh. Hey, there's a, there's just a, never mind. This is stupid. We're watching a match from three weeks ago. Never mind. I'm not talking about yeah. it. <laughs> Brett and Davey, we're not talking about this match. I'm not. I, well, I was going to listen in the archives and we've, we've watched. I was going to point out the ECW shirt in the crowd, but we probably already did three weeks ago. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So forget it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like soda, just I I do sometimes, but it's it's pretty rare. Uh, if we go out and I get a soda, Austin probably could guess what I get. Dr Pepper. Nope. What? If I'm out at a restaurant and I'm going to drink a soda, my ass is ordering a Shirley Temple. <laughs> Oh well, yeah. I'm like, yo, give me, give me a Shirley Temple, please. I was thinking more basic, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, realistically, it's Dr Pepper or like a Sprite, but. Um, I can specifically remember maybe the very reason that Dallas isn't a big soda drinker anymore, is because every weekend when I would spend the night at this fucker's house when we were like in middle school. Dallas's father had a specific Mountain Dew fridge downstairs. There was always Mountain Dew in that. And you go in there, dude, and there's Mountain Dew in that little fridge every time. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yo, you want Mountain Dew? It's like, <laughs> yeah, I fucking do. <laughs> well, yeah, that that's what I'm saying. So fucking stocked up 24-7. Well, I think it, it was just like for me, it as as after like especially after like you moved and like pay per view parties kind of slowed down and I, yeah. I and even actually it was really before that that's when I would drink soda, drink watching wrestling sh- pay per views with everyone because that's what we all brought you know right so really well, I'll get soda if I have people over now but I won't drink it I'll maybe have a glass and like a half a glass or something but I won't drink it yeah I remember as a kid I would uh, I would go to Kenny Drugs. Ooh. And I would buy the 59 cent off brand two liters of soda. And I'm not talking about one. I'm talking like five. I've never been an off brand soda. I, well, I would drink five of those in a day. <laughs> well, you want to talk about <laughs> a soda drinking. We, we have an old friend who used to be, or he used to be around. I don't know if he's even alive anymore. I'd like to think he might be. But I swear to God, he we went over to see him once, and he had two, two liters up each sleeve of his hoodie, hiding Mountain News. And that, I I think about him all the time. I don't know if he's okay. I don't know if he's alive or dead. You he you never heard about him. Some friend he was to you. You don't even know if he's well, alive. He was more of an acquaintance to me. He was yeah. He was a real friend. elusive guy, though. You never really knew if he was a. It was like almost like a, a ghost. Like, you heard you heard the legend, but you like only met him a couple times. Yeah, and really, it, 
He definitely developed major kidney stones from the just the copious amounts of Mountain Dew that that dude took. <clears throat> I'm surprised I haven't had kidney stones yet. Well, just hope you don't. I do. I do drink a lot of water though now, so maybe that helps. I drink so much water, like it's it's. I don't know if it's good or not anymore. Well, is there such a thing as too much water? I don't know. When you pee every ten minutes, it might be. That's good. It keeps your kidneys working. I drink a shit ton. I have my coffee in the morning, and I probably go through like five or six glasses of water through the rest of the work day. Well, don't they say you should have like eight glasses of water in a day? Well, that's like eight. Is it eight cups? No. I drink sixteen ounce glasses, baby. Chug it, and then Um, I then I get pink drinks at night sometimes. Hand delivered to you. I didn't even know it was coming. The one thing that is good about this recap match, though, is that Brett does do the blade job pretty damn good. Because he's gushing. Well, I'm actually surprised they're showing this on, like, TV with the fact that he had that. Yeah, that's a good point. And now, it's important to note, they've posted two warnings. One after a commercial break, which was a full screen. But before that, Right. right as the match started, it was view discretion advised. Right. It's gonna be graphic. So I mean, if, well, you if, know, what's what's kind of funny is that they do this, and then if like WCW were to do it, they'd be like, "You shouldn't be doing that." Yes. Like I don't understand that part. They probably could have cut that headbutt to the uh, Brett's butt cheek out, but well, it looked like Davey kind of stumbled off the top. Yeah, he did. Um, as I'm watching here and kind of thinking about it, do you think? Davy Boy Smith, even here, would have benefited for some subtle face paint. You think maybe the British Bulldog could have done some face no. paint? No. No? I can't picture it. No. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't Is it the tassels that's making you think that? <clears throat> I don't know what it is. Because when you said it, I was like, like it's got to be the tassels. Maybe, yeah, like the warrior yeah. look with the arm bands. and. If he were to come out with face paint, I think all of his credibility for me <laughs> would be evaporated. There's no, I wouldn't buy into him. You don't buy into him now anyway, you son of a bitch. I believe more into him, like, right now than I did in, like, 95 Early in the, earlier in '95, I think him cutting his hair makes a lot of difference. I really do too, to be honest. He just seems tougher. Yeah. Um, so if you were to add like face paint to him now, I'd just be like, really? I don't know. It was a, it was an idea. Um, I love that my fucking video feed hasn't paused one time. Shh, mine's doing good too. It's yeah, might be fine when I was able to get it to play. Listen, guys, we had a rough week last week. We're back at it. Still fuck the Peacock Network, but we're back. Uh, well, actually, if you are perusing Peacock further, definitely watch Buried in the Backyard. That's quite an entertaining season. What is and that? And they have several seasons up and available. Yeah, what is it? Uh, it's basically like these little 45-minute episodes. And they go through like a cold case. And they all somehow or another end up within 
you know, I'd say 500 feet of people's property. Uh, sometimes it's literally in the backyard hmm. um, or in the surrounding area, but it's, it's pretty interesting and just really bizarre stories. So definitely check that out. If you're looking for some uh, mindless TV to watch. Okay. I've been watching the circle on Netflix. I haven't heard of that. Dude, it's so good. I prefer the circle jerk. Yeah, well, of course. And it's a different network. I've, uh, I haven't watched anything. Because I just moved, so I haven't watched fucking anything. I so you guys, I think you guys would enjoy the circle. So the circle is basically like eight people. They have their own oh. like apartment. Yeah, usually they stand around someone in the middle. Uh, mind you, speaking of circle jerk, the Bret Hart. I don't like this guy. That guy Bulldog literally despises Dallas. Is still going on. So but much. yes, Bob, tell us about this circle. Yeah. So basically, just imagine us right now, right? Mm-hmm. But we couldn't hear each other or see each other. We would do like voice, like voice text. So heaven. Yeah. So like I would like say, uh, "Hey, Austin, how you doing?" Right, and go in there, and you'd be able to read it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I could be whoever I wanted to be. I could be some Instagram model girl flirting with you, but it's really me, a thirty-two-year-old overweight man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then Dallas could pretend to be. A little bitch of a girl, which he is, because he's got a little fucking bitch drink. <laughs> okay, so what is the point of pretending to be somebody else? So you basically have to rate everybody. So there's like eight people, right? So you go rate your other contestants from seven to one, and then whoever the top two are, they're influencers, and then they get to block the other people. Is so this, it's like a popularity contest. Is this like a reality show or is it like a drama? It's like a reality show. It's like a game show. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were saying drama, and I was like, I don't know. No, I, mean, no, okay. I was so going to say, Bob, watching a non-reality like show seems weird to me, so that makes sense. I do. Well, I watch some non-reality. But anyway, uh, so, you know, Sarah and I are watching it, and um, <laughs> there's a woman on there pretending to be Lance Bass. What the fuck? Yeah. She's like his manager, though. Okay. Like Lance okay. Bass, like he shows up on the screen, and like some of the contestants are like, "Oh, who's this guy, Lance? He's forty-one. Who is he?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm old." Because then, like the guy, like the people on the show, they're like thirty-five, thirty-six. They're like, "Oh my god, it's Lance Bass!" And you have like the twenty-two-year-old guy, like, "Oh, who's that guy? He looks nice." Oh my god. Like, oh my no. Why? So I could realistically <laughs> pretend I'm Shawn Michaels, and they wouldn't know. Absolutely. That's pretty funny. If I were to go on that show, I'd be like, hey, Bob, we've uh, we've decided you can be on it. And I'd be like, cool, I know who I want to be. And they'd be like, who? And I'd be like, Macho Man Randy Savage. Well, and you'd have to show the picture of him sitting with Hercules by the ocean. A hundred percent. Like, that's the picture you use. That's my profile picture. Yeah. Because it's, like, dark enough where you wouldn't know. Yeah, you wouldn't. Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, you wouldn't know. But what would be funny is, you know, if I were to go on the show and then people would be like, Oh, that guy's like no one would be like, oh, he's dead. No, they'd be like, oh my god, a dog lover. Oh my god, <laughs> he looks intense. I like intensity. Eight out of ten. <laughs> Randy, fifty-five years old. Eight out of ten. <laughs> That's pretty my, funny. My profile description would be like, if I fall in love with you, you ain't getting out of my sight. <laughs> 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 well, what? 
controlling just my favorite we are this is the this has got to be the full match i mean we just got the finish right there yeah what is our time check here we're at 42 minutes now 43 minutes out of 46 minutes i don't know if that was the full match but it was close to it it was close second half of raw if nothing else and now we're going to be getting just the the millionaire Ted skit here at the end. So, Diana Hart is pretty. I'll give I, you that. I don't think she's that cute. I don't like her hair, but I I think she's a pretty lady. I think knowing just how she is, uh, just pisses me off. What? How is she? She just seems stuck up. Well, yeah, she's a rich widow. Didn't they? They divorced before he died, didn't they? I don't know. Yeah, they probably did. I think they did. This is so fuck. Fuck the Undertaker. Fuck him. Look at my foam core mask. This was carved out of the foam that you can buy at Michael's Crafts. It's right next to the green spears of orange and the foam that is shaped like circles with the middle cut out and you can use them for school projects. <laughs> um, speaking of Undertaker's uh, funny mask, I was watching the, they have like the uh, WWE Most Wanted like collectibles show that they're doing on A&E. I was no, just watching it. that before I got on. It was for I think it was really entertaining, first off. And but they mentioned the mask because Mick Foley says the mask that he wore was one of like Nick's ideas for Undertaker's mask that he's wearing here. Right. Mm. Which I'm I feel like I might have heard before, but I didn't remember hearing it, so I thought it was cool. Yeah, that is cool. Uh next week we're getting Isaac Yankum, Undertaker, next week in action already. Uh Steve Austin here. We got Oh boy. The billionaires had wrestling war room. We need a new slogan for our wrestling show. Oh, and Jedani next week, which should be good. This is they're ending raw with this bullshit. What about unbelievable? That's why I didn't realize that they like the uncooked mm-hmm. uncensored thing was kind of taken for uncensored from Raw. Oh, I guess I didn't realize that either. Uh. Oh, I hate the guys who they fucking got to play Hogan and Macho Man. God damn it. Have you guys watched Young Rock at all? Not have it yet. The guy who plays Randy Savage on that show is, does not do a good Randy Savage. I heard it's real bad, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, this is embarrassing. This is getting a lot of time. The new generation. Yeah, Bob Backlund just choked out the champion. So fuck you guys for saying that. Yeah. Okay. For a WF drug program advisory sign up. Yeah, what? What the fuck was that? What was that bullshit? Was that just because what we just watched, you had to be on drugs to enjoy it? I guess, but like what? 
I meant the Ted skit specifically. Besides the the fucking recap match, I the first part of Raw wasn't bad. No, I think if you, if you just consider it like for original programming, it's not a bad show. Well, and and as much as we talked over it, I do think Jarrett and uh, Hakushi ended up mm-hmm. having a pretty decent little opener. I agree yeah. with that. I agree. In uh, fact, in fact, I'd argue to say it's one of Jarrett's better matches we've seen him in. Yeah, I would say so for sure. Ahmed got a great squash match out of that mm-hmm. fucking jabroni. I couldn't stop looking at that dude's pants, though. And I thinking, know. I was thinking of Screech the whole time after I said it. I swear to God. Yeah. And then, um, what's the other one we got? Um, well, the Ringmaster's debut, which is no, huge. There was, there, what was the other match? Goldust. Goldust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gold yeah I like Goldust's uh, finish there. I like that reverse DDT. I like how it was mostly kind of like new guys. Like, Jared has just came back. Yes. You know, a debut with Steve Austin and Goldust Ahmed. So it's not like redundant, like, oh, great. It's fucking comma. No, it did. It felt fresh, which was a Tonka squash match. If you're going to pretend to push this new generation now with these stupid segments, you might as well fucking try to give us some new people. Right. And so this show, I think they really did well with that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean... the the uh, encore was at least of the main event of In Your House. So, I mean, all things considered, I'd, I would actually say it's not a bad episode of Raw. Would, no. I, would I have remained watching In Your like that show if I had bought the pay-per-view? Probably not. I probably would have switched no. to Nitro. Yeah. But if I hadn't bought the pay-per-view, I'm probably like, I actually want to see what this is about. Yeah, I agree with that. So... And then I'm also thinking, cool, I don't have to buy a Royal Rumble. They'll just air all of it on uh, television the weeks following it. So. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't like the pairing visually of Steve Austin and Million Dollar Man. I don't know what it is, but I don't like that. I don't like that fucking Brother Love is still being featured on TV. I would if you're making me choose between a brother love segment and a Jerry Lynn King Lawler King's Court, I'm taking fucking King's Court, and that's brutal. I agree with that though. Um, but yeah, I think Bob made a good point, kind of in the beginning of uh, the wrap up here, to just have new faces. It makes a world of difference, and it was much much needed. Um. So yeah, and, it, and you know what? If you were one of the ones who didn't buy the pay per view and you got to see this bulldog Brett match for free, you, fucking good for you. You lucked out because it ended up being not too bad a match. There's some blood involved, and you didn't have to necessarily sit through the rest of the pay per view to get it. So, all things considered, we've definitely seen worse. And I think if this is going to be how '96 is going to be, I'm much more excited than. I was for pretty much all of 95. Yeah, I mean, it's just a lot more. Like, I like that there's newer characters that you can get invested in and not uh, mm-hmm. feel so redundant about them. So. And it felt quick. This episode yeah, felt very quick. Yeah. Um, how are we feeling, guys, about some of the Royal Rumble uh, people announced? What are our feelings on that? Because I know... Probably for the last two, they've been relatively weak, I would say, with with star power. Do we feel like we're kind of getting on the 
right track with some of the names they're announcing, or is it a, a lot of just what it has been? I would say it's already stronger than 95. And I would think so, too. I mean, I, it feels a little bit more important, especially with the emphasis on, say, guys like Vader or Sean returning and being in the Royal Rumble. It just feels a little bit more important this year than it has in the last couple, which is really nice, I think. Um, I would even say that, you know, 93 was probably the last really good one we saw. And if they keep it up with the announcement of names, there's a good chance it could be a better Royal Rumble than, than 93 was. I think I enjoyed 94. The Brett Luger, like, oh, which one won? Yeah. Was all right. 95 was boring. Right. And to say Rumble, that a Royal, about a Royal Rumble is pretty surprising, but. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. I'm saying star power alone. I'm hoping that they really come through this year because they kind of need to. Well, I mean, just alone already, you have what? You have Sean, Diesel, Vader, Doug Gilbert. Well, you know. Don't Skip. Skip. Yeah. Kama. Tatanka's back from his, you know, sexual assault case. Ahmed. Is Ahmed in the Rumble match? Oh, no. He's having a singles match, isn't he? Yeah, he's having with Jared, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing his Royal Rumble graphic, but that was what it was for, a singles match. Yeah. So I think there's I think there's a lot more star power. Yeah. And I there's hope- and there's more doubt because you go into this, you're probably thinking as a viewer, I'm like I'm thinking, okay, well Vader's probably a favorite to win it. Yeah. I'm th- if I'm watching, I'm thinking Vader is going to win it. He's probably like final two. They've promoted him at least once a week. Yeah. For the last couple so, yeah, if, if it's me watching and I don't know any better, I'm saying, oh, okay, well, Vader's going to win. Or at least if he doesn't win, like, what the fuck are they doing? They're going to kill Shawn Michaels with Vader, probably. Well. And like I said, I think a Vader-Brett or Vader-Undertaker WrestleMania 12 main event, you're going to get crossover viewership, I think. I think a Vader-Brett would be fucking great. Vader-Brett would be nice, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I guess it'll be remains to be seen. Something tells me that, you know, and who knows, because we thought the same thing with Sid when he came back. But it feels like they do have big plans for Vader. It doesn't feel like he's just going to come in and be another guy where it's like, oh, he'll join Money Inc. and then not be shit in a month. It doesn't feel like they're going to do that. No, so I think that's kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. And. And you know what you said with with uh, Steve Austin earlier? He's a guy that doesn't need a talker. I know. And nor does really Vader. Well, it's so. like they're trying to put a filter on Steve Austin when the promos he's doing in ECW right before he signs is like, you need that guy on TV. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know if I like that direction for him. I, it just... Whatever, the ringmaster, fine. But with DiBiase, and then they put the belt on him the second he walks into the ring? No. I don't like that. Yeah, I think it, it cheapens him. It was just kind of random, I feel like. but Way too random. Yeah, way too random. It's one thing if Dallas said, like, if this was a couple-week buildup and DiBiase was, like, I don't know, scouting talent or something. But literally, it was the first I heard of it. I'm pretty I'm, sure he was talking about it on Superstars. I mean, there could have been, I feel like 
maybe the only thing I think of is like I think it was like right before in your house. He, he like I, don't I, I feel like he like talked, but like who listens when fucking Ted DiBiase is talking? But like that was hyping up like Sid and uh, one two three kid and stuff like that. Yeah, so, but I I'm, think he I think he mentioned like oh, I'm looking for my own million dollar champion. I just feel like they did a very poor job uh, like hyping that. Yeah, I can agree with that. I yeah, I they didn't know. show they didn't show the belt till now. They, I think they could have shown him ringside for people or something even. Yeah. They they could have done a lot more, I think, with that. Even just subtle things. Like, you don't have to have a full-on segment with it, but just show them. Just something. Yeah, I agree. I that Maybe that's why I didn't like it, is because there's just no reason for it. Yeah. I can, I, yeah, I can agree with that. I mean, I don't, I don't maybe hate as much as you guys do, but having him randomly come out with the belt and everything is just... It just felt Seems like, rushed. hey, we don't know if this guy's going to get over, so let's put that belt on him. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, next week's episode is the January 15th edition of Monday Night Raw, which would mean that it's the final Raw before the uh, Royal Rumble pay-per-view. So uh, safe to say we're all looking forward to the uh, Royal Rumble. It's one of my favorite ones of the year. It's unpredictable. Yeah. yeah. You never know really what's going to go on. So uh, you guys have anything else for this week's episode of Icopod? I'd say that about wraps it up. I think the only other thing that I uh, had in mind is, are we going to get more recap next week, or you think no. this will be the last week for it? This is the last one. I mean, the advertisements they had, I think it's enough original content that we don't have to worry about encores anymore. I was going to say, because I feel like it's taken away from the Royal Rumble a little bit. You only have so much TV time to build to your pay-per-view. And you use two weeks, probably a full show's worth of time, on yeah. playing the last pay-per-view. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. We'll see. But I'm glad there's not an encore thing again. That's for sure. Yeah, like Bob said, it just seems like they're really flushing it out with the matches, which is good. I just figured I'd throw it out there in case because part of me is still a little worried, but hopefully not. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to next week's episode, and I'm all, and I'm really looking forward to uh, the Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble is a show that I have not watched in a long, long time, and I've been fighting the urge to watch it, knowing that I have to watch it next uh, the next two weeks here for almost three hours. So I don't like watching repetitive shows over and over again. Right. So uh, hopefully you guys will join us for the Royal Rumble in next week's uh, Raw. But until then, for Austin Skinner and for Dallas Greeley, I am Bob Connie Jr. And this has been Echo Pod. You gotta hear it. <laughs>